Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Jessica. Welcome to Clue Done It, the podcast where we make wild guesses about fake TV crimes. Without any clues, context, or apparently accuracy. All right, let's find out. Who was right. Who was wrong. And who is dead. And welcome to a special edition of Clue Done It. This episode, we're very lucky to have Nick Sampson join us. Originally from New Zealand, now in London, Nick is an actor, writer, stand-up comic, and improv performer whose credits include Power Rangers, which, sorry, we're absolutely going to talk about. Oh, God. <laughs> Sketch comedy shows like John Owen Ben, Lucky Girls, and then, of course, a long-running gig as DC Sam Breen on Brokenwood Mysteries, which is how we found him. Most recently, he's acting as a writer on Starstruck. Nick, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me. This is awesome. <laughs> Great. So, like I said, we absolutely have to start with the Power Rangers. Tell us about that. How did you, like, were you a child when you were on that show? How did you, how did you get on the show? How did you land it? And what was it like? If you watch the show, you you would be forgiven for thinking that I was a child. Because I, I look about eight years old. The I mean, I would, I would, I used to, I used to play Power Rangers at at school, you know, in the playground, mm-hmm. and then uh, I had no idea that they still made it, and they just keep making it. And so when I left school, I got an audition for Power Rangers, which they filmed in New Zealand, so that's why I was nearby. And that weirdly, that season they had a character who was I'm not a typically Power Ranger. I wouldn't sort of think of myself as a Power Rangery type, but they were looking for a kind of nerdy excitable nerd that that season <laughs> and uh, i really i really just nailed it and yeah we we had we we filmed in 2005 six long time ago yeah. and yeah it was great it was a crazy weird season and then but because nobody watches power rangers in new zealand nobody cared or <laughs> sort of knew that it was happening and then when i came over here to london i ended up i've, I've gone to a few conventions and stuff since then which has been kind of really fun to meet to meet people who actually like right. you know are into it it's been kind of crazy but yeah that was was, that, was, was that any kind of like it's such a specific show and it's such a specific genre like you've gone on to act in other things now was there any kind of like on was it different on set was there any kind of differences or technical stuff that you didn't have to do in other shows or was it just any other gig oh yeah i mean it was kind of my first job like <laughs> weirdly that was the first thing i'd filmed really and so that was kind of the what i imagined tv shows were like like there's a lot you know there, there was a lot of lots of stuff in the show where you had to sort of run in and look up at a tennis ball on a stick and be like <laughs> oh my God, a monster's gonna crush the city so i don't know if it made me a good actor like i don't know because like, i like that was kind of my training ground that i would sort of i learned how to be a very good power ranger and then, uh, <laughs> and then afterwards, there was you know not so many shows that were after that sort of thing. And one of your next big jobs on TV was on the Jono and Ben show, where you also where you were also the head writer. And how did you make the leap from the Mystic Yellow Ranger into writing uh, for that? Well, so basically, I, I filmed Power Rangers and then went on to sort of acting, just doing sort of normal acting in in in, in New Zealand and. Uh, the thing with being an actor is that it's quite hard to, you can only really say yes or no to work. You know, if someone mm-hmm. offers you a job, you can be like, yeah, great. So eventually I just sort of started writing my own stuff um, to, to basically cast myself a uh, big fan of me. And um, 
sort of I, I I I sort of guess I I tend to skew towards writing comedy, so I wrote some comedy shows, and and that's how I got picked up to to write for some sketch shows in New Zealand. One of which was 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 John Owen Ben, which was where a sort of great training ground for for comedy because you just you'd write every it was a topical comedy show, so every week you would just write sketches based around the news, all very New Zealand centric. If you were to watch it, you guys wouldn't understand anything. <laughs> <laughs> really impenetrable to anyone outside of New Zealand. It was yeah, that was that was sort of the the way I got into writing was was more of out of necessity, and now I enjoy it. Excellent. Well, yeah. so. As you mentioned, you did comedy, but and you were the comedic foil when you got onto Broken Wood Mysteries. Like Sam Breen was definitely kind of like a comedic foil for Mike and Sims. So, what was your education like for writing then with mysteries? Like, what did you learn about mysteries writing on that show, and what were some of the rules of the show itself? So that show, I sort of started out as Tim Tim Baum, the the creator. Uh, he sort of he actually called me one day and he was like, oh, "I've got this show." And we just need a guy to sort of walk in the background every now and then and, and say a couple of lines. And then it's, it, was, it was kind of like an extra sort of role in, in the first season. It's, if you watch it, I'm not really mm-hmm. in it very much. Um, and then and then because I, I guess I could, because I'm a comedian, he would sort of write more sort of funny stuff for me. And so the role kind of grew quite organically in that way. And yeah, Broken, Broken Wood is a, it's so interesting because it, it's never, I've never been, I've never really watched, like, before that, I hadn't watched that much mystery stuff. I, I definitely wasn't, like, familiar with, like, Midsummer Murders or those long-running procedural mystery shows. So my my intro to the world was actually just working on that show. Um, but there's definitely, like, rules and stuff that sort of have grown up organically. Because I remember in the first couple of seasons, you know, as actors, we were co- constantly just trying to, like, be like, oh, maybe we could have a sort of long-running story arc for my character where he's you know, going through a divorce or something. And they're like, but the, but the sort of the world of that show requires it, you know, it's, it's an episodic show. So you don't want to be, be dropping into it and being like, what the hell is going on? I understand right. any, you know, you want to be able to just focus on the mystery. And actually like when you're, when you're acting in a show like that, you know, me certainly, I, I constantly, I was constantly like, oh, you know, I bet I could write this. I bet I could, I bet I could really do a good job of this. And then um, when Tim finally uh, let me, you know, write an episode with him, gosh, it was hard. It was, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's so tricky. My head, my head is off to anyone who writes writes this sort of stuff. It's it's incredibly difficult. And where was the writers' room? Sort of like were there things on the wall that you were like, oh yeah, we'll we'll try this this time and this put this into the episode we've always wanted to try blah 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 or were, were you pitching all those uh, it was a bit of that i mean there isn't really a writer's room because it was just the, the episodes that i've written have just been me and tim who's the the creator mm-hmm. and the way uh, my the first episode i wrote with him was about steampunk it was like a, a, a death nice. steampunk festival and that was actually just inspired because i went to a steampunk festival in new zealand that there's like a big steampunk festival in the south island and i happened to be there <laughs> i went and it was just so bizarre and i was meeting all these characters wearing these big top hats and goggles right. and, stuff. and just that night i was like oh this is this has got to be a broken wood episode because everyone here is so specific and, and kind of odd and which really fits into the the world of broken wood so that was how that came about and then basically from that it's just yeah, just checking in. I think in that first episode that I wrote with Tim, I, me and Tim both threw in a lot of things that we wanted to see. Like a, we had like a hot air balloon chase and like a 
a shootout and stuff like it's we just sort of threw everything at the wall and we, i think because it was the first episode of the season they were like yeah we're doing it all and then <laughs> after, they're like, now we've we've definitely blown the budget on this episode, so we're gonna have to clear back the other ones Can't, you know, this one takes shape. place at the pub only yeah, <laughs> yeah it takes, takes place entirely within the pre-built police station set yes <laughs> yeah how did you transition from being sam breen to getting to write the the steampunk episode and then so many more for broken wood oh yeah well it was kind of one of those things where i i was writing at the t- at the same time as doing broken words i was w- working on other stuff working on comedy shows and uh, tim just sort of knew i was a writer and i think it was at, it was we were having some beers after the fifth season had finished or something and i i sort of told him about the the steampunk thing and then i was like you know i'd love to have a go at writing one of these one day and then he was like yeah let, let's do it but i think he, broken woods in it's like filming its 10th season this year or something so like, something like that yeah you get to a point where it's kind of good to have a bit of fresh fresh eyes on things i think anyone who can bring in a and we we definitely skewed towards making the show making the our episodes more humor more sort of funny than is it's normally a, a balance and i and i'm always heading towards comedy but yeah i think it was just a, a i actually don't know why he did it to be honest could have been a crazy mistake he could have he could have really <laughs> regretted it but uh no nah, it worked out all right yeah so so the episode that we watched again was the dog day morning and so there were allusions to reservoir dogs and charade can you tell us about developing that script and yeah what were you particularly proud of on it? So that that one actually came from an idea that Tim had, which was based off a real life thing that happened to him, which was I think in the eighties he saw mm. someone. He was I think he was at a bank, or he was either outside a bank. He saw someone try to rob a bank basically uh, with just a piece of paper, and they they fled from the crime scene. And then I think they ended up they tried they got into a car and the car stalled, oh. <laughs> right outside the bank, and then. <laughs> Then they ran, they tried to run, and one of them ran straight into the courthouse. <laughs> so it's like one of those just mad stories that could only happen in New Zealand. And so that was kind of the genesis of of the idea. I think because I wanted to do a bank thing as well, and so we kind of just weirdly both had the had the same like location idea. And yeah, we just ended up making a, a bank robbery that this sort of kernel of an idea became a, a story about these just really dumb bank robbers and then just just trying to figure out like well, why would they be doing this mm-hmm. and and yeah i don't know there were the references to like reservoir dogs and stuff were just little fun color things to put in you know you just like as, as you say when you're writing something like this you really do just try to chuck in all the all the illusions all the, the like references that you can because it's just kind of fun to do so speaking of illusions and also like looking at like it sounds like all of these shows like your idea with steampunk his idea from the bank and everything like that it's like a lot of this is drawn from okay just observational stuff and seeing this or did you have to look anything up on google to find like what what is google tracking about you that you don't want them to know basically? oh yeah lots of lots of bad stuff <laughs> i'm got i i'm actually writing another episode at the moment and i i and currently i'm still stuck on 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 how the death and what the death is, so like mm-hmm. what the actual murder is. So um, I'm doing a lot of Googling of like weird deaths. Like how can, can somebody die this way? I think that the bank robbery one was just 
someone got shot so that was that was yeah. fine but uh, for the for the steampunk one we 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 landed on a a, a portaloo or what do you call them? like a porta potty porta potty yeah oh. yeah um, being filled with gas um oh. like propane gas and then um exploding so a lot of weird googling went into that yeah. instances where a portaloo has exploded <laughs> and like what happens to a body when you know enough gas is pumped in and stuff and oh my god the, the day that we shot that i remember just going to going to set and it was like nighttime and they they built the art department had built this massive crater in the ground and there was like bits of portaloo everywhere and fire burning mm-hmm. and then like a toilet paper hanging from the <laughs> trees and then like there was a severed arm on the ground ah like, oh, this is this is great. this is all worth it <laughs> with that, that is classic yeah and since you've moved to London, can you tell us about your current show, Starstruck, at, or whatever it is that you're working now? Like, what's the improv scene like in London? I'm so many questions. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. I mean, Starstruck is a show that I've been working on for the last couple of years with my friends Rose Matafeo and Alice Nedden. And it's like a rom-com. It's on BBC. It's on HBO Max, actually. So you can I watched you. it. I had a lot of Oh, you of watched fun. it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you like it? Yes, yes. <laughs> like, I love it. Like it. <laughs> um yeah i love it too i mean it, it's such a great good show we're very hashtag blessed to work on it and we just finished filming the third season actually which has been been awesome so it's it's sort of a like a uh reverse notting hill i guess it would be the, the pitch of that show yeah set in london and it looks beautiful i think it looks really gorgeous and uh, yeah stars rose who's uh, just she's another kiwi we're all kiwis we're, we're, oh. all, we're all we're all flat together Oh, we did in New Zealand. That's we all we all know each other from improv and stuff, and, and from John and Ben, and basically we worked on everything right. together. So, um, you, yeah, it's a bit like we just weird filming that together in, in London because it just feels like we're making a show back in New Zealand, but everyone's got British <laughs> accents. <laughs> do you still do improv in London? Do you do that at all, or are you still just focus so much on your writing and starstruck and everything? Yeah, else? I, I um I'm actually doing a couple of shows at Soho Theatre in in two weeks or next, maybe next week actually. Yeah, I do I do it a bit. There's there's a lot more improv in London than there is <laughs> in New Zealand. In in, in Auckland, our improv group was was pretty much the only one. Yeah, so nice. like I didn't really have an understanding of of the way improv is as like a cultural thing. You know, in LA, like it's a big thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Everyone's yeah, yeah. true. It's a, it's a little bit like that over here. There's a, there's a few more of them, but yeah, I mean, I just love it. It's my favorite thing to do. It's so fun. So stupid. That's awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I have a, one question, Jacob. I want to go rogue. Please. I'm not even really sure how to phrase this, but in in LA, when there are certain big shows being filmed, like everybody's in it. I'm referring to Lord of Rings. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've are, does it feel like everybody had their extra role on it or oh yeah i mean lord of the rings for sure everyone's got a story about lord of the rings i feel like in you know new zealanders we really pride ourselves on being very chill about celebrities and that's like Mm -hmm. i actually don't think we are but i think that's what we'd like to think we are so everyone has like stories about like oh I, I hung out with elijah wood during the whole you know but I, I mean i actually did i actually did go to a party once and martin freeman was there during the filming of the hover and actually i also did a, I did a show once and ian mccallum came which was 
Wow. It was like a comedy show at like a little theatre and him and some of the other hobbits came along and watched it. And afterwards, they didn't even know they were in the audience, but afterwards someone was like, oh yeah, Ian McKellen was there. That, I mean, that's that's kind of what like it is like in New Zealand. It's like if you are a famous person in New Zealand, everyone will kind of see you at some point because it is kind of that small. So yeah, I think I think it's a, a it's probably a lot different over here. I still get really excited when I see anything being filmed. I'm like, what the hell? What is that? And so the crown, the crown being filmed, and we. Oh, we, oh yeah. yeah. It was, it was <laughs> awesome. Was it like across the park from where you were in doing Starstruck? You were like, we're, oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think we were just we actually it was actually right by Buckingham Palace, sort of the the place you would expect to see it. Yeah. Well, um, they- yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely very different. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, great. That's all we've got. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? Anything coming up that people should look out for? I know we got that you mentioned the third season of Star Starstruck is coming out. Is there anything else we should know about your work? Uh, no, that's that's the main that's the main thing. Keep keep an eye on the the ground for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, there'll be another episode of Broken Wood that I'll be writing. So you should ch- check out. We will definitely yeah. be looking forward to that. <laughs> well, Nick, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time, and uh, yeah, we look forward oh, to your yeah. next episode of Broken Wood. Oh, thanks very much. Good luck with uh, solving all the mysteries. <laughs> thanks. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody! Thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And now we want to hear from you. Tell us your guesses, your scores, and your suggestions for what shows we should watch next. Go to our website, cluedunitpodcast.com, or email us at cluedunitpodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram and Facebook at cluedunitpodcast, or on Twitter at cluedunit. And if you like the podcast, please rate us and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcast to help us get the word out. And maybe you'll hear your review read on the show. Want to be a Cluedunit private investigator? Leave us a few bucks at cluedunitpodcast.com and we'll send you a personalized, official Cluedunit private investigator license. Officially approved by the totally fake Podcasting Adjudication Board in their secret headquarters in a mountain outside of Squamish. We hope to hear from you soon, because watching watching TV TV is always better better with friends. friends.